for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everything. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 41 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And fucking Steve Cobra's here. He's Wouldn't back. You know it. You're motherfucking right, Cripple Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the Cripple Ghost. Hit the lights, Crippled Ghost. Uh, so, uh, yeah, what, maybe we should do a little Crippled, th- this week's Crippled Ghost update. The votes came in heavily on the not funny side. I wouldn't say heavily. I would say... I would just say the not funny was well represented. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well uh, not funny showed up to vote on Super Tuesday. Topical. Yep. Topical. Yep. Yep. Nice that? job. Nice job. Um, that doesn't mean it's not funny. Hey, Jesse thought it was funny. That shouldn't <laughs> surprise me. That's, the, that's all that matters to you, really. That's all that should matter. That... I, Absolutely. <laughs> so, before well we get said. into uh, all the discussion this week, let me give out our information. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Blue Harvest Pod and email us at Blue Harvest Podcast at gmail.com. See, I did it kind of fast that time. You boom, boom, boom. boom. That's because nice. we got three emails this week. Such a busy week. Chapow. Crippled ghost landed in the ocean with a huge, deep impact splash and made people ride in. Ripples. Like, was he the third angel? <laughs> he was the third horseman of the apocalypse. A very specialized horse. Saw him in Neon Genesis Evangelion, I think. <laughs> crippled. Oh, crippled ghost off the coast. <laughs> hey, that rhymed, and I didn't even, even mean for it to. You're a poet. Didn't even know it. Um. So, like I said, we got three emails this week, and we're going to cover those before we get into the news and stuff this week. Um, I'm going to let Will read the first two, because I'm going to handle our buddy Vader Nix. He literally wrote us a movie script. And then didn't email it to us until right, just now. Right, right so. now. Which he is fine. And, and he wants our initial reaction, but it's funny. He we has no, requested sound effects for it and shit. So I've got no idea what's in that email. Literally, I, no, I haven't read it. No time to prepare. Associate producer Nick Smith. 
If he Bader wants Nick Smith. If he wants special treatment, he's got to give you at least 24 hours. I think it's I kind of have a feeling about what this might be about. I think he's I think trying he's, to pit us against one another. No, I think he's coming <laughs> after me. I oh, think he's really? coming for me. What up, Nick, we'll by the way? What up, Nick? All right, so uh, who are you going with first? We got Lauren and Evan. Who are you reading first, um, Will? We'll read Lauren's first. Okay, go for it. Um, Hawes and Will. 140 characters sometimes isn't enough to express how much I love the FN podcast. Fucking. Fucking. Yeah, just say it. We're grown. We're all grown people here. Oh, no, you can cuss. That's fine. Uh, Hawes, <laughs> you need to be the spokesperson for Colt 45 or be on the radio. You definitely got the radio voice, my friend. Colt 45. That's you, sir. Works every time. <clears throat> and, Will, I'm one of the special events coordinators for Magic City Con, which takes place here in Birmingham, Alabama, in June from the 9th to the 11th. I was wondering if the con can be plugged on your podcast. Well, funny, I just plugged the pod on your uh, the The con, on the, the con so on the podcast. Magic City Con. When is it? June? June the 9th through the 11th. That's here in Birmingham. That's here in Birmingham, Alabama. Right on. Um, you guys come uh, be a part of that. Uh, Magic City Con. I'm sure you can look that up online. Uh, the rest of the email is, I thought that since you guys are both from the ham, it would be cool to get some local love. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, if not, that's okay. I still love y'all. And the lightning and saber dick. Heart, Lauren. Well, thank you, Lauren, for uh, for the love, and there's a shout-out for the Magic yeah. City Con. Everybody check out Magic City Con. I wasn't <laughs> even aware that we had that sort of thing going on around here. I'm, I'll try to keep so that in much. mind as we get closer to the date. I'm on the, the pulse on of local activities in Birmingham. Yeah, but thank you for the email, and we <laughs> appreciate it. I know that. Ghost is coming. Woohoo! I can't wait. I know she's a uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force fan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Go ahead and break out the meat wad, Will. Give the lady what she uh, wants. She wants a little oh, meat. Oh, you put me on the spot. Oh, I, come on. I put you on the spot. You do it every day, uh, every day. Uh, well, good morning. Well, good morning, Carl. How you doing? Master Shake locked me in the freezer. Told me there was a carnival in there. There wasn't no carnival in there. It was a damn freezer, boy. I got freezer burn. Mr. up gets chicken. See? There we go. So good. All right. <laughs> there's a little bit of it. Uh, the next email, now that I'm embarrassed... Uh, <laughs> why? Because you achieved greatness? Because I, <laughs> I spent my college years watching Aquatine <laughs> Hunger Force way more than I should, I guess. Uh, last week's episode was great, as usual. <laughs> this is from Evan. Uh, Hawes, uh, when you put out the request for a Cripple Ghost Photoshop job, I considered it for a second and then realized if I did it, there would be no way Will or Jesse would allow me to guest on the podcast after that. So whoa. I had to drop that whoa, idea. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm stop, sorry, Hawes. Stop the clock. Uh, but, so hold on, hold on, Will. Let, let me take the floor you, here. Yeah, Evan, ahead. listen to me, buddy. Listen. You need to send in that Photoshop <laughs> post haste. I need it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, I just got an eerie feeling. I think the house is hainted. Late at night, no, when you seriously, get up for that Evan. Snack. Don't don't listen to these two. Send in the crippled ghost Photoshop. I want. It. I'm going to blow it up wall size and hang it in the podcast studio. I would never hold that against you. Hawes thinks that's funny as shit. <laughs> oh god! I just happened to find it not funny. Is the only like that's fine. He can find it funny. So yeah, Evan, hook us up with that, buddy. When you got the time, Hawes, Hawes would love that picture. Uh, here's the question of the week: In a new hope, when there is the gathering discussion. The Death Star now, for the Death Star now being the ultimate power in the universe, mm-hmm. did you guys find it odd that the member who belittles the Force finds it to be outdated? I say this because the Empire is run by the Emperor, who is obviously also a dark side Force user. I don't know. I might not. I might be nitpicking it, but would you? 
do you think we would have more respect for it knowing it was the boss's you know religion the person who destroyed the jedi and the republic if he embraces that okay thanks guys Evan. so what he's talking about you know in a new hope when uh vader force chokes homeboy and he's like you know the power to destroy a planet is nothing compared to the power of the force or whatever and like some people are being kind of shitty to him you know what i'm talking about like tarkin's a little dismissive and admiral is it Motti? I think it's Mahdi. The guy he chokes, I believe, is... The Empire has no um, use for you and your sorcerous ways. Your faith to that um, ancient religion. This is what I would say. I am pretty sure that the fact that Vader... Um, maybe Vader, but definitely uh, Palpatine. The fact that he's a Sith is hidden. Like, there's been two books um, that sort of relate to that. One's Lord of the Sith, Lords of the Sith, and Tarkin. And in Lords of the Sith, the Emperor actually uh, holds back on using his force powers when they get into sort of this dangerous situation because there's too many witnesses and he doesn't want them to know. You know, the guy, it would be real fucked up for the guy that destroyed the Jedi, that called, uh, you know, called for the destruction of the Jedi to then be like, oh, but by the way, I've got all those mystical powers myself. So I think, you know, by and large, most people in the Empire don't know that the Emperor is a Sith. Maybe they know Vader is. You know, Vader is sort of the Emperor's... He's known as the Dark Lord of the Sith. Like, Yeah, well, he's also sort of the Emperor's attack dog. You know what right. I'm saying? So, And uh, that's what I think. I, yeah, I think that Palpatine keeps his awareness as being a Force user very low. So, the the they killed the religion, like... Darth Vader slaughtered the Jedi. Right. are now out of existence. That's why everybody would think that they were an ancient religion and hokey and ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, to me it makes sense, but it's also sort of that weird area where all this stuff didn't come out or didn't wasn't made until way later after A New Hope. Um, so, you know, you have sort of some, I guess you, what you call retconning, where they're like, oh, by the way, you know, all this stuff happened before. Do you, does that make sense, what I'm trying to totally, say? Totally, yeah. yeah. So, like, sometimes that kind of stuff can interface kind of weird. This is one where I think there's at least a decent uh, explanation, and that explanation is that, you know, most people just don't know that the Emperor has Force powers. But, you know, that's just my thinking on it. In the book Tarkin, I'm pretty sure Tarkin mentions that he knows, or at least suspects, that... Palpatine is a Sith, but Tarkin is like his little butt buddy. Like they're close. Like I'm pretty sure on lo like long cold nights on the Death Star, Tarkin and Palpatine be giving each other the old the old handy reach around. <laughs> the they hit each other up at DeathStar.Craigslist.org. <laughs> <laughs> Missed connections. On, uh, what's what's that app? Uh, the it's probably more like an episode of Frasier in that bitch. With those two, Tarkin no. and Palpatine. No, I'm pretty sure Tarkin uh, has a, a handful of wrinkly Palpatine yep. dick. Just like <laughs> oh. all wrinkly and pruny looking like his face. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's got a yellow eye. <laughs> God. And he's just like, close up, Tarkin. Stroke it harder. No. I'd have to commit space suicide if that was. Uh, <laughs> the case. If you're if you're like one of the emperor's royal guards and you come up the grav lift, huh? grav lift, and and then you just come in and Palpatine's like laid out on his back on a purple velvet couch with his robe hiked up to his waist and Targon's just. <laughs>
Fucking stroke. Harder, talking harder. Evacuate. <laughs> In our moment of triumph. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Evan. <laughs> you brought this on, Evan. You have brought this upon us. Crippled ghost and, and Tarkin given uh, Palpatine a handjob. That's what we do here. Brought at Blue to you Prime. by Evan. We like to bring you only the highest Produced brow. Produced by Blue Harvest Podcast. <laughs> we like to bring you only the highest brow, highest quality Star Wars handjob jokes. Give, way, it that, uh, give it that sound one more time. Seal the deal. There we go. Hot up talking. There we go. <laughs> Disney is going to be beating down your door soon just to, Cease get, and to, get, you, to get you into the fold. Yeah, they're going to. They, this dude, he he is. Uh, we need these two guys on the story group. I don't think that anyone is saying that. <laughs> Pablo Hildago is going to be sipping a fucking large cup of coffee. Like, you know who we need? That dude that does the expert cripple jokes and the uh, hand job <laughs> jokes. You know what we've been missing <laughs> the in the story group? A little bit. A little bit. You of, know what Rogue One <laughs> needs? Some hand job jokes. That's what it needs. That'd be the perfect era for for the, for it to happen. Palpatine, Tarkin, and Vader are all there. Vader's just standing in the corner watching. Are you almost done, Master? I just oh, like no. the idea of a handjob expert who <laughs> gets hired by various movies. They're like, we know we want to have a handjob scene in the movie, but we're just not sure where. That could be my job. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? You're so the you, master of faking handjobs? Like, give me the script. Give me 24 <laughs> hours. 24 hours. Uh, oh, by the way, <laughs> explicit content warning. Since the beginning of the podcast, sorry, we just kind of busted it. I mean, it right it's now. every podcast. Every, it's every on podcast. there, dude. Sorry. So, like, uh, yeah, can you imagine seeing my credits in episode 11? Like way down towards the bottom, script supervisor, hand job expert, Halls Burkhart. My poor there. fucking parents. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we always thought he did more of it than normal when he was younger. <laughs> that one time we got the free Showtime preview, and I came in saw him whacking it to Babes in Space or whatever. Yeah, that happened to everybody. Did I tell the story about the softcore porno incident at Pensacon? Oh. Jesus, oh, I, I doubt did. it. Oh, I must not have. Oh, this is funny. Oh, so God. the first night we got to Pensacola, right, we hang out with my cousins and stuff. They go to bed because they got to get up early. They got kids. They got to get up for school. I had a little work to finish myself, so I stayed up late. And I'm just sitting at their kitchen table typing on my laptop and a wrap up. And I go to the bathroom, right, getting ready for bed. Meanwhile, Jesse's in their living room passed out on their couch, right? So my plan is just, you know, I'm going to go wake her up and we'll go to bed, right? I come out of the bathroom and there is a very disoriented Jesse pacing around their living room, like visibly upset. This is like two in the morning. And I'm like, hey, what what's wrong? What's going on? Can you turn the fucking porn off? And I was like, what are you talking about? Turn the porn off. There's there's fucking softcore porn playing on their TV and I can't figure out how to turn it off. I thought she was sleepwalking. Like, I thought she was in the middle of a dream. I didn't know what the fuck's going on. So I go and look, and sure enough, the entirety of their big screen TV is covered by a boob when I go in. And some lady, like, coming in to suck said boob. Like, right? So they were watching something on Showtime. And I guess Jesse fell asleep with Showtime still on. So, of course, it's 2 in the morning. What else are they going to show on Showtime? And we could not figure out how to turn the TV it was so loud too, like that soft core, smooth jazz saxophone music playing. Oh, <clears throat> couldn't figure out how to turn it off for the life of me. But yeah, finally Let's file that under problems that aren't 
that bad. No, I mean, fine, but, but I it's just I, she was honey. I can't figure out. <laughs> I just can't. That's a great story, though. <laughs> I whatever. You're, we're just gonna have to leave it on, I guess. I think there's a problem with this room. There's no batteries, of course. <laughs> Direct TV. God damn it! Just, I don't. You know. only get one channel, I guess. <laughs> I mean, and and they're they've got remotes on remotes on remotes i was i tried forever i was like oh this remote do it nope this remote doesn't do it we've gone on beach trips and they'll we'll stay at the condos and i swear there'll be like six remotes like one for every (laughs) one for each speaker in the surround sound (laughs) it's like one for nbc one for fox (laughs) here's the remote for the lighting in the room here's the remote for the surround sound system for all the speakers in the house anyway that went crazy weird but that was uh (laughs) Thanks, Evan. And we still have yet to get to uh, yeah the big one, Vader Nicks. Yeah, hold on, I got to uh, cue up a sound effect because our buddy he has specifically require or requested a specific sound effect. So let me go ahead and get that ready for the appropriate time. Oh, you got to pull it up on the quick draw too. <coughs> yep, you know me. Prepared. Yeah, yeah, Vader Nick did produce a segment for us. All right, here we go. <laughs> you guys ready? What's up, guys? Your one-hit wonder podcast guest, Vader Nick here. I've decided if I'm not a guest on the podcast, I'm getting my two cents in on a weekly basis one way or another. Look out. I got a question for you, but please, for sheer sake of entertainment value, read my question in your famous movie trailer voice. Buddy, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That's a taxing effect on the voice this summer. Don't waste it. Don't wait. Yeah, well, shit. Just dribbled a little out of the tank. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. Fuck. Yep. All right. It's hard to keep the cork in. <laughs> in a world where one of Boba Fett's biggest fans ranks his Star Wars films, how in the hell does said fan rank the one movie where the Mandalorian himself, his father, his armor, and his ship, the baddest ship in the galaxy, I might add, are featured the most at the very bottom of his list? Dead last, least favorite. He's talking about Attack of the Clones, by the way. What? Was that awesome shot of Django jetpacking out of the crime scene on Coruscant after shooting Zam with the dart not cool enough? Or that awesome fight scene on Kamino between Obi-Wan and Django didn't do it for you? Or that badass Slave One space battle wasn't the best dogfight in all of Star Wars? Was it that poor little Boba seeing his dad decapitated by Mace Windu just too gruesome for you? Oh, wait, you say you were, you want a standalone Boba Fett movie? Yeah, I know Django isn't exactly Boba, but I'm willing to bet a standalone Fett film would look an awful like a, a awful lot like Attack of the Clones. Whew. So, that's not the end of the email. Let's go ahead and... That's like a left, right, left. I know, man. He's he's hitting me with punches. I know what your response is going to be, so go right ahead. Okay, so, A, I don't really necessarily think that uh, um, a standalone Boba Fett movie would be anything like Attack of the Clones. In fact, I think a standalone Boba Fett movie would probably be wildly different than any Star Wars movie we've gotten so far. Now, you know, once we get Rogue One, we'll have a a better idea of what... um, um, shit man my brain just cut out like some oh boba fett boba fett boba fett boba fett, boba fett. um uh, as far as so uh okay him jetpacking away from the crime scene when he shoots zam wessel i'm gonna say it right here i don't like that shot 
I don't like that shot, A, because Django looks a little goofy. There's something wrong with the CG in that shot if you look closely. Like, it just, it's weirdly animated almost. Plus, Zam Wessel, that is a dumb name. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Like, I love Star Wars. And let me say, Attack of the Clones is, is my least favorite Star Wars movie, but I would still rather watch Attack of the Clones than most other movies that aren't Star Wars. So, my least favorite Star Wars movie is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. Just to be fair and, and take up for myself here a little bit, I got to keep my hands up with Vader Nick coming at me like fucking this is Little I'm... Mac and Mike Tyson's punch out. He hit the select <laughs> button on me. More like Mr. Dream. <laughs> this is what I'll... So dreamy. Django Fett is not Boba Fett. Uh, like the way I think about it, Boba Fett's one of the most badass bounty hunters in the galaxy. And his dad, Django Fett, I assume was not that good or fell on hard times because the man that has to sell his DNA to Clamino no, cloners. No, see, this is the thing. He didn't. I'm going to disagree you with you. You think Django Fett was a badass? Absolutely. This is the reason why. That's the reason why they wanted. They specifically sought out his DNA. It wasn't like he was like, shit, I ran out of money. I got to go either suck a dick or sell my DNA to some cloners. They were like, no, we want some badass DNA. It's because he's a Mandalorian. A badass Mandalorian. Mandalorian. We've seen some derpy fucking Mandalorians in the Clone Wars. Yeah, and that's stuff. true. It's not like he was like, "Shit, I blew all my money on." I just fucking don't see him as bad. The Showtime package. I mean, Django stood up against Mace Windu for a minute, but then he got his head lobbed yeah, off. Yeah, like. but let's be honest. I love Boba. Did we see Boba stand up against anybody in the original trilogy? When he did finally get in on some action, he got taken out by a blind guy. And fell in the Sarlacc. <laughs> All right? All right? Look, I love Boba. Yeah. But Boba's badassness got filled in by books and comics and video games That's and true. shit. That's what true. What you see in the original trilogy is just a dude and the most badass Star Wars costume ever. And that's what... I mean, I'm, I'm a visual guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like Boba. He the looks Django awesome. The Django Fett suit is not a Boba Fett suit. Like. <laughs> the Django Fett suit, to me, does not look as cool. I don't like the silver and the blue combo no. as much as the red and the green and the being all beat up and stuff. Being all beat up, that has a story to it. Like It's yeah. got a feeling and a soul to it. Almost. <clears throat> all right. Uh, now, the fight between Obi-Wan and Django, I do like that part. I like that part a lot. I like that a lot. Because uh, it's a, it gets like down and dirty. It's a lot of fist fighting. It is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That part is badass. Like I said, there's even though it's my least favorite Star Wars movie, there's still a ton of stuff that I like. That and the space battle with the uh, sonic charge or whatever that shit is. You know what's funny? Steve hasn't seen this one. So it's literally like we're talking a different language in front of him right now. It's okay. I'm going to take this time to uh, plug good people pale ale. He's going to get <laughs> He's going to slam some beers. <laughs> I'm going to just drink just local beers and some, plug them every do time. Do some bong rips, slam some beers. He'll be right back with us. <laughs> you guys just take your time. Go Maybe go do some... Uh, some um, uh, street racing real quick right outside in front of my house. Like you guys can go nerd out and make you a little nerd. <laughs> Let me know when you're done with this. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I love watching y'all talk seriously. Like it's a, uh, you know, clearly passionate about the subject matter. I like listening to it. <clears throat> so let's continue on with our buddy Nick's email then. Um, it says, uh, I know this is a popular opinion amongst the star Wars community. To have the immediate snap reaction to name Attack of the Clone as their least favorite. So, Will, knowing you're not the Fett lover Halls is, but knowing you put Obi-Wan in pretty high esteem and also have a slight affection for the Fett, but you also have to put this, uh, but you also put this film dead last. 
Could either of you please explain to me what the hell is so wrong with episode two, The Fed Awakens? I mean, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll tell you, like, just what's wrong with episode two. The love scenes are very poorly written. Ooh. And some of Anakin's dialogue, the way it's executed, is so incredibly whiny for a young-ass adult Jedi that it grinds my nerves a little bit. You know and, what really um, grinds my gears? The, I mean, just that. Okay, so... Just his performance of young Anakin and the love scenes, those parts really drag that down. My... Like, so, you know, you, there's scenes in movies that make you uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Seeing... uh uh the dick and crying game. You know what I'm talking about? I saw that movie when I was real young and it like, I mean, I was probably like six. My parents rented it and I, I, they didn't give a fuck. I was just sitting on the couch. Didn't understand what's going on. I was like, Oh, check it out. That's a lady's boobs in a shower. That lady's got a dick. <laughs> Fucking freaked me out, man. I didn't, I didn't know up from down for the next couple of days. Like nice. try to explain that to a kid lady, lady with a dick. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Bacon's dick and wild things. Remember that? Oh my God. That trust me, that's at the age I was when Wild Things came out. That was not what I watched that movie for. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> that is not what I watched, and that movie's awful. Yeah, it's special kind of bad. Um, the so on the the track of things making you uncomfortable in a movie, some of those love scenes are so bad that it kind of actually makes me physically uncomfortable. Like it does. I am a man I without squirm. game. I have no game. No game, Burkhart. That's what they call me. Right? No game Burkhart. That is actually what they call you. Yeah, it happens all the time. Steve knows this. Um, But I have more game than Anakin Skywalker has in episode two. Like, maybe it's because he's... And he even gets the girl in the end. Somehow. Natalie Portman of all ladies. Yeah. The the super smart politician who respects herself a lot. You know who he should have ended up with? Right? Who he should have ended up with the way he's acting in episode two? Uh, You know, in Jabba's Palace... The big dancer that's got the six boobies. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's a, that's the kind of lady he should be ending up with. <laughs> that's six, sorry attitude. Right. Whiny ass. But th- that's 100% part of the reason I don't like that movie as well is the love scenes. And I know this is well-tread territory. Yeah, I mean, we're, um, not, we're not saying anything definitely. new that anyone hasn't said before. Yeah, I'm not, not... Yeah, people aren't listening to this going, you know I've what? never heard that take oh on God, that. Oh, my God. The love scenes in that movie are pretty bad. <laughs> these these guys are smart. Um, oh, just hit myself <laughs> oh my in the God. fucking face. Oh, my God. <laughs> hit myself in the face if you heard mic. that, yeah. I'll just eat Mike. <laughs> um, uh, and, and then... There's just uh, some other things that just, to me, the action in it is weird, almost weirdly shot. Like, something I've always wanted to see was a bunch of Jedi kicking ass together. And then in that last battle scene, it's like you don't really see it. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you this. You see the broad epic scale, and then you see the close-up of what the individual main characters are doing. Right. There's no cutaway shots of the other Jedi. Like, like Duke. They're just in the background. You don't comprehend the grand scale Mm -hmm. of that. Having said that, and knowing the limitations of special effects at the time, nothing quite had the showmanship of the last 45 minutes of Attack of the Clones. Like, Oh, no. I give it up. The the last, basically the last half of the movie, the last end of the movie is pretty awesome. Like, I can't, you know, I can't say bad things about any of that, but... Before that, a lot of the stuff before that, we can... 
Anakin, one of the worst uh, special effects in any Star Wars movie is Anakin surfing on the back of that big creature. You know what I'm talking about yeah. on N- Naboo? The tick, the big tick. Yeah, it's exactly what a big tick or a flea is a what it looks like. A tick the size of an ox. Like, oh, that's appealing. Yeah. That's what, you know. Yeah, let me climb up on that thing's back. Giddy up. No, thank you. Um, and then lastly, I would say the other thing I have a problem with with Attack of the Clones is the whole sifo thing. To this day, where does he come from? I don't that under, isn't explained. I, they have they have sort of explained that in Clone Wars, but even with that, I don't fucking get what came out of left field. It's not well explained. It's not. You know what I'm saying? Um. So you know, I don't think the speeder chase on Coruscant is that great. Like it's got that dumb stay away from power couplings line. Oh my god, awfully delivered Just from a good actor like Ewan McGregor. You don't get Ewan McGregor and get what you got from him. Or you don't right. use those cuts or what? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, to end it off, we got a, a little bit more from from uh, Nick here. He says, I have an exercise to use here. In my book, what makes a, a great movie is epic moments. Now, I'm going to list just the epic moments, in my opinion, for Attack of Clones. Then I would like for you two to name and number the epic moments for each of the other six movies. Bro. Nick, we love you, man. That's a that's, podcast that's in a, itself. <laughs> we'll do. We'll we'll do. We'll start off. We'll do at least one of the movies, but all six movies, bro. Yikes! That's we'll yeah, we'll, should, we'll we'll humor you here. We'll you add do, it here, here and there. You should, yeah, you should do it here and there. Yeah, next up next week. <laughs> Whoa. See, this is what happens when you just drop an email on us like an atom bomb, Nick. <laughs> the six epic moments from uh, the epic moments from the six movies. That's something we need homework time for. I'd, I need to sit down and let's have a to, cocktail need, and think about it. What a giant fucking cork board where right? you <laughs> map out. That needs to be like okay. a, we need to make a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. It looked like a scene out of the wire by the time you're all yeah, said and done. Yeah. with the post-its on the uh, <laughs> post-its and strings connecting all the yep. post-its. Look like mm-hmm. I'm a crazy conspiracy theory guy. Um, That's awesome. We got to do that. And I think that you'll find that my argument here holds some serious weight for Attack of the Clones to not be la- last on anyone's list. Or even close to last. Buddy, once again, we love you, Nick. I love you, you're, sir. You're not going to change my mind That's on the That's the worst it's Star just my, Wars It's my least favorite. Right. Like I said, it's my least favorite and somehow still one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm not even saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying in comparison with the six other movies. Hey, I just like that he he's... He's about that movie. And oh, he's, and I like that. Like, dude, like, his passion is respectable, and this is me, not me shooting I, I him down. I meet people, or I talk to people on Twitter every day that are different. You know what I'm saying? There's people out there that Phantom Menace is their favorite. Right, yeah. Right and, on. And that's, that's fine. fine. Yeah, it's absolutely I'm just glad fine. you like Star Wars, exactly. in my opinion. Totally. That's what's important to me. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I hold it against Nick that he likes Attack of the sure. Clone so much. No. Apparently, he holds it against me that I don't like it as much as <laughs> yeah, he right. he's, he's, a, he's got some it. anger towards me. <laughs> Nick's going to beat my ass I ever meet him, it sounds like. <laughs> I said, little you like Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Attack of the Clones epic moments. Mm, chase through Coruscant. I, I See, I wouldn't have said that. I, you, come on, Nick. You got to let me read up on these emails. Well, I know, just Master. got done saying I didn't like it. I couldn't it. find the speeder I, I really right liked. speeder with the right speed settings and color. Coruscant lower level cantina scene. Now, I do like that scene. That is cool. Because Obi-Wan's do like, that. why don't you go? I want to sell you the sticks. Why don't you go look for this guy? I'm going to have a drink. Did you know that happens? Like, 
they go to search for someone, Steve, right? They're chasing someone, and they go into the seedy cantina in the lower levels of Coruscant, and Anakin's like, uh, I think the changeling came in here or whatever, and he's like, well, go look for it. And Anakin turns to Obi-Wan, and he's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I'm going to have a drink. And he like goes and elbows <laughs> nice. up to the bar and orders himself a drink. They're playing like, they're watching like droid football on the screens and shit. <laughs> I like that scene, but I don't think that's fucking epic. It's cool. Huh? Droid football. It's some shit. Looks it is. Like. That's exactly what it is. Um, it's cool. It's got, it, it's also got a line to me that's a little groany where uh, Obi-Wan's like, why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? It's... And people are going to be like, oh, because that's, oh, I get it. Foreshadowing. But, you know, <laughs> Um, Django Fett jetpacking out of the crime scene. Not necessarily epic. Jedi Temple archives. I think that's cool. I like seeing more of the Jedi Temple. Once again, not so epic. Like, it's cool to see. I like seeing more about what the Jedi Temple was like and stuff. But that lady, that old lady who unfortunately passed away sort of recently, Jacosta New or whatever, you know, the lady that's like, if it doesn't exist in our archives... Then it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know that lady. Whatever. She's an that. example of the Jedi at the moment, though. Very assured themselves yeah. and their own knowledge. That's a good, good point. Now Yoda teaching the younglings—that's a pretty epic. Awesome. Scene. Scene. I like that scene. Awesome. The music uh, in that scene is really good too. That's got some really good music in it. Um, Obi Wan at Dax's diner. I like that. I like that too. I like the fact that Obi Wan's friends with just this big like. And Dax is actually one of the best CGI characters he is. in the entire early prequel. He's what would you call him? A fry cook? A line cook? He's like a line cook. Yeah, yeah. line cook at a <laughs> diner, space diner. So y'all have, must have different definitions of epic than I do. Like these sound like cool scenes. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get across. Like. Some of these I don't consider even To me, cool. like, epic is like motherfucking the Death Star just exploded. You know or, what I mean? Or like, like, epic is Han Solo walked out and shot three dudes, and one of them he didn't look at the uh, last Okay, one. my opinion of epic is uh, Kylo Ren fucks up Finn and then tries to force grab the lightsaber. <gasps> it goes flying past his head. Oh, who grabs the saber? Ray. Ray? And it starts That's playing epic. the... Bum, bum, totally. Woo! Or fucking I'm Ky- getting the vapors over here thinking about <laughs> it. Kylo Ren kills Han Solo. Ep- that's epic. epic. Or, I mean? or the fucking... Uh, Spoiler alert. When the, the shit goes down and like <laughs> Han Solo's like, it's the resistance. And Poe Dameron comes flying in and is doing corkscrews and blowing people up. And yeah. blows like, up like a five tie fighter run. Pilot. Five tie fighters totally. in one run. Epic, yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Yoda pulling the, the X-Wing out of the swamp yes. in mm-hmm. Dagobah. Mm-hmm. And he's like... I can't believe it. Luke's his hand like chopped off. Luke shooting the magnetic rope thing, uh, cutting uh, open the bottom uh, of the AT-AT, 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 throwing a grenade, it open. dropping away, blowing one up with one grenade. That's epic. Like, okay. Battle See? of Hoth. Okay. Epic, yeah. So, you know, just a little different opinion on the... Yeah. the there there you go, dude. We just hit, like, the epic moments from, like, most of the... <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Like, I mean, we hit a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Empire, I could go epic moments starts... <laughs> I'd end up telling you the plot of the movie. That's, right. how, that's, what we would, we that's just basically wrote. what he's doing here. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's this is like that's you know. Um Obi-Wan versus Django in the rain. Okay, yep. that's epic. Yep. Obi-Wan versus Django in Slave One, that's epic. Yep. I can agree with both of that. Anakin showing first signs of Vader by slaughtering Tuscan Raiders. I do like that. 
you see the first. I feel like that's more tragic than epic if I was going to qualify but it. But in the scheme of the story, in his progression towards sort of, a villain, it yeah. is epic. Uh, arena, arena gladiator style between Obi Wan, Anakin, and Padme versus the Geonosian beasts. I mean, that's epic. Yeah, I can get that. That sounds epic. Um, you know, the Jedi arena battle between the Jedi and the Geonosians. Obviously epic. Like, the last 45, the whole end <laughs> yeah. of that movie is epic. I, yeah, I agree. Django getting decapitated by Windu. Yeah. Okay. Seeing how Boba picks up the fat mantle. That's mm. sad. Yeah, I don't really see that being... It's it's a neat I'm waiting for his head to fall out of the helmet. But, basically. you know, I'm almost a little torn on the fact that they maybe gave Boba Fett a little too much backstory. You know what I'm saying? I understand that character development is a good thing and stuff. But I think I, all they really set up was that young Boba Fett can have a justification to hate Jedi. Yeah. yeah. That's all you really set up. Yeah, I, I can see that. Fair enough. Um, the first battle of the Clone Wars. Dooku versus Obi-Wan and Anakin. I mean, okay, the lightsaber fights in all of them are pretty fucking epic. Although, I mean, let's be honest. The Obi-Wan versus Vader fight in uh, A New Hope. They were just figuring out the technology. It's literally two old dudes, one wearing like a 60-pound Where you can still see costume, the rods. And mm-hmm. they're like slapping each other with yardsticks, basically. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, the Before emotional weight that that scene even carries outweighs the, but the to me, that lightsaber scene, prowess of two older gentlemen. It's like, got emotional weight, but it has even more after the prequels. To me, right. that actually, that's something that, the, that benefited from the prequels was that scene. I agree. Specifically. Dooku versus Yoda. Dooku versus motherfucking Yoda. Dooku versus motherfucking Yoda with a motherfucking lightsaber. I like that part. Yeah, I mean, he he likes Yoda. Yeah, Nick Yoda's his Yoda. boy. Yeah, yeah, that's his yeah. boy, yeah. That's fair that, enough. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, like, that's like scoring triple points for him. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, this, that would time. be like if uh, TFA opened with Boba Fett and Obi-Wan dropping down to the the surface of Jakku and just whipping ass for 30 minutes. I'd be like, it doesn't make any fucking sense why these two characters are together at this time, but I love it. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it, they played to the Nick audience with this movie. Uh, Attack of the Clones is sort of a Yoda movie in some regards. <clears throat> so it makes a lot of sense why he'd be way into it. Um, Yoda's line while seeing the clone wormy and clone army amassed to the imperial march begun the clone wars have okay anakin marries padme c-3po gets his gold not epic yeah not very epic you know what this reminds me of that mr show sketch where they're like it's sweet dude no man it's classic no dude it's sweet (laughs) 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 no that's perfect that's a perfect analogy like all these things are cool let's agree that yeah yeah. Now I dare either of you to name me a Star Wars film not named The Fed Awakens. I mean Attack of the Clones. All right, I'm gonna do it, Nick. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, epic moments. It's easy. Yeah, okay. The Battle of Hoth. The Battle of Hoth is more epic than the Battle of Geonosis. I'm sorry. Oh my Just god. Is. All day. That first scene where like the imper- the the rebel soldier is looking through his binoculars and you see the giant at at feet. Or ATAT feet stomping in the snow, and it pans up, and you see how big that motherfucker is. Fucking epic. Fucking the the chase through the asteroid field 
when the Imper- Millennium Falcon's running from into the giant worm, into it goes into the belly of a giant worm. Like we're talking nonstop a giant worm, right? One ship evades a <laughs> star destroyer fleet. Darth Vader's five zero first with the executor in tow, like the whole uh, the armada. executor, the executor. The first time you see the super star destroyer, right? Epic. Yes. Fucking epic. I would say the scene where um, the guy comes in and sees Vader from Luke behind. Luke gets messed up by the, you know t- the Wampa. Uses yeah. the force to pull his lightsaber. Almost dies. Han Solo saves his life. Puts him that inside a awesome. dead yeah, cuts up on a fucking Sees Tauntaun. ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, we haven't even hit the halfway part. The reveal of Yoda on Dagobah. The entire <clears throat> sequence. Every sequence where... Uh, the first time you see Yoda. Old, wise Yoda. Do you know how much shit I learned from Yoda as a child? Like, I should not have put Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi's lessons in as high esteem as I did. But they helped me guide me as a person. I don't person. know about like, that. I think that's... Just as good as anything, uh, really. Luke's uh, journey into the dark side cave, where he fights Vader, pops off Vader's head. That was weird. And, and, yeah, but it's it's neat. Cool. It's neat and it's cool. dark for a fucking Star Wars movie. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was um, weird. I like that's the best thing about that. The movie. only the thing that bums me out about Empire is it doesn't have a real strong space battle, as in like a giant force on four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That part. Han getting frozen in carbonite. You don't need it. Fucking you get you get yeah. the land battle. You get yeah. good space battles in Star Wars, and you get good space battles in Return of the Jedi. So. The best. Well, I don't know. My two favorite space battles are Return of the Jedi and Episode Three. The one at the beginning of Episode Three is real good. Yeah, it is. Um. Yeah, the I don't know, man. There's so many parts. Uh, uh, Vader versus Luke. I mean, amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where he loses his hand. Loses his hand, finds out Vader's Big reveal. Dad. Vader's the is huge dead. reveal. Han Fucking Solo frozen in carbonite. See an, Off to who knows where, question marks. Okay, yeah. all you need to know for Epic and Empire Strikes Back is the fact that a, what, 20-second scene where you saw all the st- the uh, the bounty hunters, Bosk, Forlom, Zuckus, Dengar, IG-88, Boba Fett, right? You see all them. That one shot alone spun off volumes and volumes of expanded universe content. Stories about these dudes that you just saw for a few seconds. You know, I'm talking about everybody besides Boba Fett. They're just fucking dudes. You know what I'm saying? I think the problem is for you and me, it's like Empire Strikes Back. Uh, Opening crawl. (laughs) Epic. The end. Like. I think that's I think that's, w- I think that's the issue here. I think it is. I think it is. I think you're right. I think snow speeders are badass. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think I think Han Solo uh, hiding on the back of the Star Destroyer and floating away with the trash is badass. I think I love you. I know is badass. Yep. I think uh, Chewie putting C three PO back together and having him on his back while C three PO bitches the whole time i think that's badass how you doing yo pirate lando lando how am I, fucking lando is badass even though he's kind of a bastard in that yeah, one it's fucking yeah. lando he saves his best friend's ass in the end he says your number one fan friend supporter and xbox live battle buddy vader neck believe vader me Nick. i appreciate that email and i i thank you for writing in we will we'll do the breakdown of the other movies P.S. I've got future. a blog now, he says. Uh-oh. This email was inspi- has inspired me to make my next blog post oh, that's that great. I'm going to release simultaneously with your podcast over at... Now, uh, it's Vader Nick, so V-A-D-E-R-N-I-C-K, 
ks.wordpress.com. Shout me out. Hell, I may even let you write some stuff. PSS. Is it weird that when, that ever since I started texting this email, that in my head, with each word I type, I hear Randy from Now This Is Podcasting doing the Johnny friggin' Grosso voice? <laughs> that is funny, because I'm not even going to uh, attempt that. That's like, uh, you, do you ever have this feeling like um, certain bands shouldn't be covered? Do you ever feel like that? Don't get me started on just cover songs. In general. But do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, sometimes feeling. I'll hear like a, a Pink Floyd cover, and I'll be like, no, nope. you, no, no. How dare you? Why? How dare you? Why would you do that? Why I mean, do you need to do that? You know not, what I'm saying? There's not specific songs that I care about. It's more of like, why would you do it? Unless right. the only reason that anybody should ever fucking record a cover song is mm-hmm. if you're doing something great with it. There right. have only been a few times I mean, where look, that has I, happened. There are plenty of cover songs that I do like, but it's sometimes like to me, and this is just me, certain things should are sort of off limits. Like, why? How, why? 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 Sure. So that's how I feel about trying to imitate Randy's Johnny Grosso voice. Oh yeah. Why? Why even bother? Yeah. Don't. Don't do it. it well, thanks for uh, writing in, Nick. Literally, I've I've broken a sweat. Like my my pets are are sweaty and shit. You oh, got me he's all worked yeah, that's up. Nervous. That is. Well, so. nervous. You came at me, man, like a yeah. wild bear. I'm to... like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Topical <laughs> you won again. An Oscar. Yeah. Finally. Topical. Leo. Super Tuesday and the Oscars. It's go. like I almost know what's going on we besides on Star Wars stuff. You know what you need to do? You need to take a break and go mix up an old-fashioned You know what Friday. I was about to say? After that, I think I do need to take a break. So Let's we'll be it. right back. A cocktail Please. break. Birmingham bartender. And we're back. Had to get a fucking cocktail made and shit. Hanging out. and We're about to start recording again. And Steve was like, you need a drink. Go make yourself a drink. So I did. You're damn right. You did. So now that we got Steve here, and uh, we're not talking about a movie that he hasn't seen yet, maybe we should get into a little Star Wars news, see what Steve thinks about that. Let's hear it. The biggest news this week, of course, is the finalized date for home video release for The Force Awakens. April 4? April 5th. April 5. April 5th, I believe. Yes. April 5th. Uh, April 1st comes out digitally. Uh, previously, we had heard like March fifteenth, not the case. April first, so a couple more weeks, no big deal. Um, they're kind of annoying me with their release strategy for, with this. For one thing only, every retailer has something different going on for it. Like Best Buy, you they have an exclusive uh, Kylo Ren steel book case. Uh, Walmart has a, a exclusive BB eight cover. Uh, Target, which is who I'm going with, have a extra bonus disc with 20 minutes of extra behind-the-scenes content. Yeah, that sounds like the best go that's so far. Sold. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it as far as different exclusives and shit. There's not a receive a blowjob from Grand Moff Tarkin. <laughs> oh man, I put put me down on that Kickstarter in his moment of triumph. <laughs> Here, take the shot, Will. You just got it sitting there all by it. Long, well, it's I lonesome. Took, I took half of it already. I was oh, you're you're sipping a yeah, shot. Sip, you know, yeah, it's fine. Like a fancy Enjoy man. that tequila. Mm. It's not even. It's, it's enjoy that Cuervo. It's <laughs> no, that's Evan Williams. Uh, Evan tonics. Williams honey. That's oh a my rist- god. <laughs> that's aristocrat tequila. And oh it's god. so sweet. It's not. It's like a not. It's a liqueur. Like it's not even. I was just. It's good for the throat. I wasn't really <laughs> slamming it to get wasted. Well, you're doing it wrong. Right. 
Mm. This Check is that. a delicious old fashioned that I whipped up, and I just sort of threw this one together with a, a little bit of a new recipe. He did. He came up with it on the fly. Yeah, it's got a nice Death Star ice cube. Yeah, man, that's really from Joshy Pants. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Josh. Little did he know how obsessed I would become with old fashions shortly yeah. thereafter. You remember when we were growing up and you'd watch the cartoon and it had the Saint Bernard and he had the thing on his neck mm-hmm. and he would mm-hmm. go to the guy right. and save his life, but he would like mix him a cocktail. There'd be something in that barrel around right. his neck. And when Steve told you to make a drink, that was what it reminded me of. You were like, oh, okay. And then you came over <laughs> here and you were like, you added all your specific things to your cocktail and you got it just right and perfect. And then you're like, okay. Yeah, mixing up a drink, man. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. He cause makes the perfect old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say way. perfect. I'm experimenting. It's really good, yeah. It's very good. Um, so, yeah, uh, April 5th on Blu-ray. Uh, I am actually probably going to end up getting it digitally and on Blu-ray, even though it's only four days apart. I'm shocked. I mean... Shocked, I tell you. Here's the issue. If I get it on the 1st, which is a Friday, that means I have all weekend with no work, nothing to do but watch Star Wars. Jesse's probably going to be working one of those days. That means I can do the whole seven-movie marathon without making her want to kill herself. Because, like, you know, I, I start the seven movies. I was watching her, by the way. She, <laughs> she made, like, a... She just pointed up to the ceiling, like, yes, thank you. Thank you, Lord! Thank you, God! <laughs> Hashtag bless. <laughs> Hashtag not funny. <laughs> so, um, that's that's my issue. Plus, I, if I if I have it digitally, it'll be a little easier for us to pull sound clips and stuff for. I want to add some sound. You know, I got to find some sort of uh, justification. Yeah. Buy it twice within four days. Uh, whatever, man. We bought video <laughs> games like five different times before. I think. So. I mean, it, that's becoming a bit of a trend now. Where I'm like, yeah, I'll, sure, I'll play Resident Evil Four for the third time with better graphics. I will too. I'm <laughs> you gonna, know what I'm saying? I love that game. Yeah, we're gonna play through Resident Evil Five and Six too. Um, and I don't care. We'll talk I haven't about played it. through Six yet, so I'm looking forward to seeing. If it's as bad as people make it out to be. Five's great. I, I like five. I like five. Um, is, uh, uh, oh, so as far as special features we're getting on the Blu-ray and stuff, there's some cool stuff. You know what? I, I'm thinking about it now, and I'm sure it's going to be on there, but I haven't seen any sort of audio commentary mentioned. But I imagine, is that still a thing people do? I haven't listened to a commentary in a I don't know. hot minute. doesn't say. It sounds like the big thing that from all the articles I've read is that it's going to be some deleted footage, but yeah, like seven deleted seven scenes. scenes. Yeah. They showed a clip of one, which is interesting because it's one that, uh, making star Wars reported on uh, that never showed up in the movie. Um, and it's Kylo Ren on the millennium Falcon. Hmm. And I, I believe it's after they crash on star killer base. Mm-hmm. So it's him coming on the millennium Falcon and sort of checking it out. So that's, that's one I'm actually pretty interested in. Yeah. I wonder how long it had been on Jakku. No, it's not even. It's on Starkiller Base. No, I mean, oh, in I wonder general, how long yeah. it had been on Jakku. That's a good question. I'd Whether he had seen it before or if it had been there since before. I, if it I was have a feeling. Before he I was have born. a feeling. Kylo, Kylo, Kylo Ren is had familiar been on, with. The yeah, because Falcon. when that officer comes to report to him, and he's like a girl, or. Uh, you know, the girl in the droid escaped on an old YT-1300 Karelian freighter or something. He stops like, wait. That'd be like me being like, someone telling me they escaped in a silver Ford Taurus. 
because that's what my dad drove when I was a kid. Blake Silver Ford Taurus. My dad had one of those. Had a sweet ass tape deck. Snoke. Snoke even calls the shit by name. Yeah. So I, I think, I think he's familiar with it. Um, uh, and then uh, there's going to be a, a section on the. They say a full length documentary on the making of. I'm hoping it's more in line with some of the other documentaries they've done and not sort of, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. They've done some long documentaries for the making of these movies. The best one, and I I know you're going to think this is crazy, one of the best ones is the making of episode one. It's called Star Wars The Beginning, and it goes back, like, I think the first bit of footage is in, like, 1994 or 5, the day George Lucas started writing The Phantom Menace. And you know what's fucked up? Every time I see that, I think about old Uncle George in his fucking flannel shirt in his cabin on Skywalker Ranch, right? Sitting down to write the first new Star Wars movie in 17 years and being like, I'm a fucking genius. People are going to love this. I'm finally bringing Star Wars out. Like, how, I mean, oh, how bummed do you got to be to, you're like, this is what they want. They want more Star Wars and I'm giving them more Star Wars. Then cut five years later and people are like, this shit sucks. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Man, that's got to be a bummer. I mean, I'm 100% convinced that's part of the reason he's like, fuck it. Let Disney do it. Hey, man, that's that's part of the risk of being an artist, though. Like, you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you because you made a lot of money. But, like, the thing is, he took a chance. And it wasn't, like, the worst thing. It was no. fine. It wasn't any. It wasn't Chronicles of Riddick. Exactly. I could list so many more things that. <laughs> it wasn't fucking. Yeah. Geely, <laughs> Jersey Girl. Oh, glitter! Sorry, <laughs> glitter. It wasn't glitter. Glitter. Hey, glitter is actually an underrated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna get me. You remember that one time I was like dogging on Ryan Seacrest for some reason, and you're like, hey. Ryan Seacrest is an underrated comedic actor or some shit. No, I just I don't it wasn't that, but I just was I you took up for him. For him yeah. And then for the next two years on Facebook, like just randomly every now and then I would post Ryan Seacrest pictures. I'm pretty sure that's why you quit Facebook. You're absolutely right. That is why I quit Facebook. Are you serious? I ran you off you Facebook off. with Ryan Seacrest? Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest out. Just couldn't do it. Seacrest out. <laughs> Steve Cobra out. <laughs> Um, man. <laughs> but yeah, Ryan Seacrest, he was great. Not really. <laughs> Steve's got a giant life-size stand-up of Ryan Seacrest <laughs> in his apartment. Like, I know he's made a lot of money with the Kardashians. He calls him Rye. Right next to Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and now they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick Saban's watching the whole time. <laughs> he's coaching. <laughs> Ch- chest covered with the filling of a fucking oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> Yep, probably, more than likely. <laughs> We're, I mean, we are giving hardcore homoerotic this episode. <laughs> yeah, I hope people weird. that are in that are digging this episode. This is for y'all. <laughs> this is this is for y'alls. People on Tumblr writing fan fiction where Nick Saban had sex with Trent Richardson. What? This is your oh, episode. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Steve put the brakes on on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Too far. Too far. It's my daddy's cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. So, uh, Han Solo. Yeah. 
<laughs> so back to Han Solo. <laughs> After Return of the Jedi, um, he landed in Wisconsin, and he got a job like fixing up old like space freighters, you know, and uh, right, and it actually uh, got arrested for uh, like the suspicion of murdering somebody, and like oh, it turned is out this that he- <laughs> Star Wars to make a murderer. I don't yep. know. <laughs> <laughs> Kylo Ren's on the phone talking. Kylo. I don't know. Kylo. Kylo. Why'd you tell him you did that? I don't know. <laughs> I want to see WrestleMania, Mom. <laughs> I was playing PlayStation. That motherfucker was playing a PlayStation 1 well into the life of PlayStation 3, by the way. <laughs> hey. You know. You know, sometimes you just got to play Resident Evil 1. I, I think it was sometimes... You may find a fucking used PlayStation on your uh, junkyard's property. <laughs> Go and plug it into the CRT. See what happens. Remember when they used to come in the big cases, too? Like, that was when it came out, the cases were, like, that big. Right. Can't see on the, if you're listening. It's like, can't that see big. how far it's apart like my hands are, but they're very far <laughs> they're apart. Far apart. Fairly, fairly to heavily far apart. Yeah, they weren't the sweet jewel cases you get now. They were about double the length of now, game cases now, maybe. Right. Something like that. Um, shit, we got off talking about Han Solo is and making a murderer <laughs> and fucking threw me for a loop. Turns Richardson and <laughs> oh Nick my Saban. God, don't don't go back there. Don't go back there. <laughs> that was all a bad dream. Very bad dream. <laughs> National champs. That's all that matters. Roll Tide. Did you see that clip of uh, Nick Saban and the players at the White House? I sure did. And Obama uh, made a joke at Auburn's expense. Mm, he's not the only one to do that. <laughs> I mean, I but uh, when I was like, I was like, yeah, that's right, Obama. <laughs> you talk shit about Auburn, Obama. That's right. <laughs> Even the that's president right. hates Auburn. Hey, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Hates let me. This is a, not Star Wars related. It's actually something I've been meaning to get your input on, but might as well do it now while we got the mics on. Were you happy to see Cam Newton lose the Super Bowl? Oh yeah. Are you I kidding me? Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. That dude cheated, right? He took money to play for Auburn. That's not what bothers me. The money's too good. I don't really care about that. You know what bothers me about that is how everybody was shitty towards Mississippi State of all people. Because we couldn't afford to pay him. Well, no, they were were shitty to us because we snitched on him. Well, (laughs) hey, fucking follow the rules, homeboy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, hey. What do you mean? I'd be foolish to think that there's not money changing hands in college football recruiting, but... The reason I don't like Cam Newton is because he's a shitty winner and an even worse loser. loser. That's right. Yeah. Acted like a little crybaby, mm, butthurt yep. bitch after mm. the Super Bowl. Man up. Oh, the it. other team was in the room. Fuck that. Be a man. Yeah, exactly. He's a great athlete, and he could do great things, but he needs to get his head right. And I think, it. to me, it was amusing because I've, I've seen him whoop it up all year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I follow the NFL. And then he got fucking beat by Timmy from South Park. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, Peyton Timmy. Manning looks like Timmy from South Park. Peyton, Man- Peyton Manning didn't do much in that game. Hey, let's be honest. honest. He's no jewel either. No. He's got some mm-hmm. dark shit in oh, his yeah. past. He's, he's dropped his saying? nuts on a... Uh, uh, exactly. He's yeah. uh, harassed a poor lady in the practice. His balls and anus were called into court. His ball, His anus? His anus, too. His anus? Yep. His, yep, yep. Oh, I didn't he know positioned that. his balls into anus. If you can, if you want to Google Peyton Manning sex like charge oh. when he was in Tennessee, we don't have to do it right now. Oh no, dog! I'm, I'm right now. I'm googling 
Peyton Manning anus. <laughs> imagine Peyton, a one, imagine some weird shit on your <laughs> an underarm onesie with yeah. the balls and anus. Cut anyway, out. yeah, like he, he, we're going even more homoerotic <laughs> right now. Go, you're googling <laughs> Peyton Manning <laughs> balls and anus. <laughs> Peyton Man. First thing that comes up: Peyton Manning incident with trainer. The big lead. It rubs I guess the lotion anus on his its big, skin. <laughs> I guess the the anus was the big lead. Oh, look, the first picture that comes up on Google Images. I mean, it's uh, it's not an anus, but it's funny in relation to <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just him doing some pregame it's stretching. It's like him presenting. Like he's <laughs> No, this one's better. Oh. <laughs> look at that Peyton Manning booty hole. Oh, wow. Oh, man, put it on your Twitter. <laughs> just randomly? Just people, people will be like... I want to know who's the weirdo <laughs> that tagged... Once you once you post this. like Yeah, who's the weirdo that, that put that up? Right, oh, man, right, right. Like He's looking Manning at anus. Peyton Manning stretching and tied the one with him bent over right up the butt. Like, to the... Ooh. Like, Peyton Manning anus. Like, who goes through and tags that like that? Uh, oh. I don't know. Somebody with... Oh, man. So, yeah, that's something I've been meaning to ask you. Because me... You know me... I hate Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. I know you do. The Auburn connection. And literally, it was the dumbest shit I've ever heard. This dude got caught taking money, and then everybody wanted to hate on Mississippi State for it. Right. Mm-hmm. We didn't pay him. That's why he didn't come to Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Fuck yep. that dude. Yeah, he's... he's a bitch. That's enough of that, though. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I got to show my quote-unquote cool side and be like, yeah, fucking UFC and football, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I mean... Football, you know. bro. <clears throat> it's my my one nod to my past. I love football. Did you see the uh, announcement of episode eight filming video that they did, Steve? Mm-mm. Have you seen it? Well, I showed it to I've you, seen right? It, yes. So there was a question um, in this in this announcement video. We see Ray and Luke, like sort of uh, different angles of the end shot of episode seven with her giving him the saber and stuff. And that's in this announcement video, and they pretty much confirmed that that's being shot for episode eight. So that leaves an interesting question. Is it going to pick up immediately? Is episode eight going to pick up the minute episode seven stopped? You know what I'm saying? Which would be sort of out of character for Star Wars. Or could it be part of a flashback? Could it be maybe... Well, that would be also out of character for Star Wars, right? Except I mean, for the precedent that the very last Star Wars set. Right, which sort of, I kind of predicted. More yeah, than not too you did, more actually. Yeah. That was, but even though it wasn't... I don't know if it was a flashback per se, per se, I'd but it was like... They're, I mean, it you was know what they're triggered. calling it? It's a they're force calling flashback. it a force, force back. Force back. All right, well... So a force flashback. So, I yeah. Because that J.J. Abrams, you know... Well, this is the thing, like... Because we're she gonna, saw all that in the, her mind. Like it's what not, we think of as Star Wars it's not just is going to be vi- wildly different from what Star Wars is ten years from now. Sure, because <laughs> all this expanded you know, stuff, spinoff movies, mm-hmm. and probably some Netflix original series I are coming so, soon. Man. You man, know, look, like, come on, seriously, like Daredevil season two drops soon. That did was you a finish big season one? I did. I finished season. Did you like one. it? I enjoyed it very much. What did you like better? Daredevil or Jessica Jones? Did Daredevil. You? Oh, thank you. I like Jessica Jones. Um, I mean, I like Daredevil better, too, but yeah, I yeah. still don't. I liked Jessica Jones. Me, too. I did, too. I thought it was good. I felt like Jessica Jones, both of them, actually, what were they, 13 episodes? I honestly felt like, like they both could have been 10 and yeah, really would have been great. I absolutely agree with that. Mm-hmm. That, like, with 13, you got a little bit of filler. Bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. More filler on Jessica Jones yeah, than on Daredevil, I, I felt. Um, you know what? I'm still not 100% sold on the red suit 
for Daredevil. Me neither. I agree. It's the eyes. It's the face some, mac and the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Because the rest the of the suit is fine. Yeah, and, and I, the whole season, I'm like, come on, man. Put on the red suit. I'm ready for it. And then when he did, I was like... I yeah. like how it he got it. It makes his, his forehead look bigger. It gives him a sort of a Peyton Manning with uh, the body head. hole. Yeah, if you sort will. of thing going on. But uh, I think the inclusion of Daredevil and Elektra in next season. I think the that's Punisher. Gonna, Sorry, Punisher, Punisher and Elektra, yeah. yeah. yeah You're I the agree. one that made me have the drink. That's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really liked it. I liked um, Rosario Dawson's uh, cameo in both. I guess yeah. yeah. She's in both. She played a, a little bit bigger of a role in Daredevil. Yeah, yeah, she did um, for sure. Yeah. You got to think that at some point they're going to do that with Star Wars, right? We're yeah, going to get yeah. some TV. I know. I think so. Sort of recently, they said as far as TV goes, the they're future. more focused on animation. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, it took Marvel a little while before sure, they got it might to take TV. A minute, but I guarantee. I, I don't want to guarantee it, but I right. think they're the chances are good. See. TV is a broader market than just animation. It's what's hot now. Yeah. Like Netflix is has thrown out so many new shows that are uh, all the time. You know what's fucking awful? I know I'm going to say this, and both of you guys are going to look at me like, "Well, fuck yeah, it's fucking awful." What'd you expect? Fuller House. Oh yeah, <laughs> well, I haven't yeah, watched it. Awful. I watched maybe fifteen, maybe fifteen minutes of the first episode. She's so mad. She's so mad that I made her watch it because she was like, I'm not interested. And I was like, Uncle Jesse, Uncle Joey, we gotta. And turned it on and I I pulled the rip cord. 15 <laughs> minutes in, they were about to make John Stamos sing. And I was like, uh, no thank you. I'm out of here. Uh, no thank you. The rip cord. <laughs> Abort. Abort mission. Yeah, I mean, most of their stuff has been good. You know, I've enjoyed Narcos. Do you guys watch Narcos? Narcos, Narcos you know what? Good. We watched, Jesse and I got on a Narcos kick where we yeah. watched like 10 episodes in two days and didn't finish the last two. Oh, Or yeah. some shit like that. Just we got to finish it. Have you know. never finished it? No. no okay. It was good. Yeah. House I mean, of Cards I'm, is really good. Cards, Marco yeah. Polo is really never good. Never watched that. I haven't watched Marco Polo, it's but I awesome. watched that little. They did like the a, Hundred Eyes, the one, the little. Yes, with um, that's really good. the kung fu, like the martial arts stuff is really prominent in the Marco Polo stuff. So I mean, that's what hooked me. I was like, this is mm-hmm. cool. I mean, Making a Murderer was great, Making obviously. Yeah. Even though that was a documentary, they still the net- still has the Netflix name on it. The Netflix Funny thing culinary about that things is, are really I cool. I guarantee too. you. Making a Murderer came about because they saw the success of that serial podcast, oh, which yes. is an awesome totally. podcast. The Jinx. Without a doubt. And the, that show, The Jinx, right. and they were like, we need to do something like that. The HBO show, The Jinx. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which Agreed. was good. HBO is the pioneer, but, you know, Netflix has definitely... It rebooted, you know, not rebooted, but allowed Arrested Development to show mm-hmm. the yeah. rest of their... I enjoy Orange is the New Black. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't care how the last season ended. I won't go into any specifics, but uh, I, I generally like that show. Um, House of Cards is good. I thought the second season of that was garbage but the first right. and the third season were both good they did a really um this this might actually interest you a little bit steve they did a really strong anime series called knights called knights of sidonia and i know star wars I'm, no or, on netflix original oh okay um and i it's, know you don't like there's only two seasons of it so far but really good it's sort of got an evangelion vibe to it so you should check it out 
and know, you guys listening should check it out. I know you don't like the other one, but I I really I liked that. The uh, I watched like five minutes the name of, of it? Seven Deadly Sins. The seven or Deadly like Sins. I watched I like, like five minutes or ten minutes of the first episode and sort of couldn't get into it. Maybe I need to give it. I I'd say you need to give it another try because they're both pretty good. I've I been mean, watching a shit ton of Buffy the last yeah. couple of days. Yeah, we've been on Parks and Rec lately. Right on. Just the, we're on the last season. It's a short season. I've got it bad for Audrey Plaza. Aubrey? Aubrey Plaza. Audrey. Aubrey. That's her sister. Aubrey Plaza. Audrey. Her twin sister. Isn't that fucked up? She had a twin sister, and they Dina. named them it's Aubrey not, and Audrey. It's not you know? Tina. It's Dina. It's crazy. Yeah, she's real cute. I, I love uh, the April Andy thing. It's so funny. Right. That's it's funny because, like, you know, I have a twin brother, and it's Halls and Pauls. Like, what, <laughs> no. Why the fuck would you I do that? it was Jaws. Well, he didn't make it. <sighs> that was the third one that we both fed off of in the womb. <laughs> That's so dark. dark. And with even with all those extra stem cells, I still came out all fucked up. Holy shit! <laughs> Me and Steve are teaming up on uh, uh, yeah. so uh, some Venture Brothers shit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, and uh, well, shit. What were we talking about before we got? Who off cares? Of Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars Blu-ray rant. Um, yeah, I'm just kidding. Who? What, what was, oh, we were what talking about was... episode eight. Oh yeah, uh, that's the, right. Yes. How mm-hmm. they were filming that stuff, and uh, there was an interview with Daisy Ridley um, on some red carpet event or something, where they were talking to her and basically saying she was saying, "Yeah, recreating that scene has been kind of crazy." Mm-hmm. So I think they'd be silly not to. Honestly, like like that's what people want to see. You In know, some it, ways, I can see what you mean because. Like, if you cut a year later, you don't get to see their first words to mm-hmm. each other. You don't get to see Luke reuniting with Chewie and, and R2. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you get to miss out on probably going to want that because, yeah. because of the fact that now Han isn't there. There's no way. Yeah. Like you guys talked about on another episode, which is a good point. You, you're not going to get that Luke and Han moment where they meet up and embrace and, hey, kid, good to see you. You look that like sucks. shit. Oh. <laughs> you know? Why you got to remind me of that, Steve? But that yeah. sucks, man. Yeah, it sucks. That's a bummer. So, yeah, we're going to want to see I hope we get Chewie to see Luke's reaction to Han dying mm. in some form. Yeah, me too. Um, Daisy Ridley did have sort of a quote about Luke in Episode Eight, and she was just like, he's really cool in this one. That was what she basically said. He looks cool. Yeah. He looks like he'd be in a pretty cool band. To me, like the, with the like beard, Greenleaf, long Green, hair, Grinleaf, Grinleaf, Greenleaf, Grinleaf. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you listen to that new Grinleaf record? They have a new record out, by the way, Greenleaf. If you're oh, wanting yeah. to check out a cool band, their new album, Rise Above the Meadow. Uh, speaking Good. of uh, checking out a cool band, I don't know how we haven't mentioned this yet. Our little old podcast is up for a podcast award for best intro theme, huh? The dude who did part of the intro theme is here. What do you think about that, guys? It's cool, man. It's just an honor to be nominated, and uh, you know, like thank God. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no, that's cool, man. Yeah, if it's you dope. guys have a, a spare moment, go to Star Wars Podcast uh, Star Wars Podcast Awards dot com and vote for us uh, in the best intro theme category and also best fanboy host. Uh, no, we don't need to bring that one up. Yeah. Look, yeah, best fanboy host, Dallas Burkhart for Blue, Blue Harvest. Harvest. Yeah, this, Blue Harvest. Look, you're also you need to look at the list of other people that are nominated in that one and realize, like, I'm the dark horse, as Katy Perry would say. <coughs> I put my money song. on Katy Perry every right, time, son. Song. There's parts of it that are good. Like, I love Katy Perry. <laughs> don't argue. You, the, you, you know, love Katy Perry. Likes Katy Perry. Yeah, I like. I like. I like that song. You're outnumbered. Firework. 
That song sucks. Okay. That song not sucks. in the interview. It's awesome in the interview. Ooh. That's a bad song. I will, I will be the first to admit when it's bad. She killed it at the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, by the way. I dare you to, to defy me. Go YouTube that shit. Sang Roar. She was good. Left Shark. Remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. I remember the whole left shark. Katy Perry. You guys get hypnotized by a big pair of pop star titties, don't you? Like, I can look past that and be like, that's bad. No, that man. that Dark Horse song is bad with the computer baby in the background going, Why haven't you queued this up yet? <laughs> because I don't like the song. I don't want to search it on my Who phone. Because what that's you all like or don't like is all I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah i mean you know i i have a soft spot for her. it's fun not and i mean you know there are other female pop stars that i'm not <coughs> nearly at all into kesha yeah i don't want to let's not get yeah let's not get into that yeah let's not get into that that's shit is fucked up it's but fucked up. she still makes terrible music let's be honest yeah her uh her record sucks but i feel bad for her at this point i mean who sh- who shouldn't yeah but it's still She's terribly talented. Like, she makes terrible music. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Did y'all hear they found a knife in OJ's yard? Oh, my God. I've been, I've been wanting to talk about that. <laughs> Fuck yes. Next 45 minutes on Blue Harvest. Tonight on Blue oh, shit. Harvest. We're going grosso length. Uh, no. Tonight in Blue Harvest, a buck knife found on a celebrity property. Tonight. Yeah. Don't, Did don't. you hear about this? This is hard copy, dude. Did you hear about this, Will? Executive producer, Dick Wolf. Okay, let me fill you in. Steve, back me up if I get anything wrong, okay? Shit, yeah, son. (laughs) So, okay, they found a knife buried on the property that O.J. Simpson lived in when uh, Nicole Brown was murdered. Okay? they Okay, say that again. Sorry. Okay. There was a knife found on O.J. Simpson's former property. Okay. The, the, the house the he was living where in. O.J. Simpson lived when he so, when allegedly. The, when the murder of uh, Nicole Brown Simpson and. Uh, where was this knife and how was it found? Okay. Construction. In 1990. Construction worker? Yes. A construction worker found it in 1998. You know, after he lost the civil case. You know, he. He got exonerated in the criminal case. He lost the civil case to the family of the guy. What was his name? Shit. Goldman? I, Ron Goldman? No. No, I don't know. That sounds weird, right? That doesn't sound Ooh, right. we're bad 90s kids. But, you know, there was another. The guy that got killed along with Nicole Brown Simpson? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, after he lost that civil case, he had to sell off all kinds of shit to cover the the expense of losing that. Like, they won millions of dollars against him in the civil case right well um that he sold that house and later in 1998 they demolished that house to build a new one on that property and in that process they found this knife buried right in concrete or in the yard in the yard and the on the perimeter ronald goldman ronald goldman i I you guys were on it i said ron goldman and steve and i looked at each other like "Ooh, that doesn't sound wrong or that doesn't sound right the only thing I could say was Robert Kardashian. We doubted ourselves. That's all I would want. But anyway, so... <clears throat> I know they, that's wrong. They looked into it, right? And apparently when they found this knife, they gave it to... There was a cop in the area who was working security for 
a movie that was being filmed. Mm -hmm. They gave him the knife and were like, hey, we found this knife. And instead of turning it in, he kept it for years as like a weird souvenir. And somehow, the construction worker? No, the cop they the gave cop. it to. That's obstruction of justice. If well, I'm hold not on. Mistaken. Somehow the LAPD or whoever found out about it approached this guy and got the knife from him recently and are in the process of doing Testing. DNA, fingerprints. But it's a, a folding style buck knife is what they call it. Basically, I don't think that there's any coincidence that this happened uh, after making a murder. I'm no, pretty sure that this, somebody was like, oh, shit, two. we can get away with that? Oh, hell yes. Let's do this. OJ, you're going down. Oh, hold on. This is the other thing. You know what's airing on FX right now? The People versus OJ Simpson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is that any coincidence? Come they, on. Maybe they buried it there, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the, the showmakers. <laughs> like, they're just like, Let's go bury this. a folding buck knife. That would be <laughs> fucked up. No, man. <clears throat> Look. Right. Everybody right I mean, next it's, to the other it's like a given. Like most people think OJ did it, right? Like Yeah, I think so. Is that I mean, are there really people that think he didn't do it any? I'm sure, but the what's fucked up about it, if they find if they test this knife and find both of their bloods on it and his fingerprints all over it, it's too late. They can't try him for it again. Oh yeah, no. Double yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, I saw that movie with Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. <laughs> There's no statute of limitations on murder. That's right. Yeah, look at me. Like I went to law school or some shit. When did you pass the bar? <clears throat> That's fucked up, right? They found a knife on OJ's property. The Oops. bar. That's so funny to me. Why do they call it the bar? I pass the bar every night. I get drunk at a bar. <laughs> I pass the bar every night. Silent. I get <laughs> drunk at a bar every night. I mean, like, seriously. I've I got a problem. <laughs> bar exam. I'm sure there's an actual good reason for it. Alex Trebek would be like, he'd be sorry. so fucking bummed that you didn't know. Yeah, he'd be sad. A tear. One lone Canadian tear. <laughs> Why does he got to be Canadian, eh? Because he's he, Canadian. He is Canadian. <laughs> oh. He's Canadian. <laughs> you know about Canada's greatest <laughs> treasure? Alex Trebek. Hey, <laughs> tell me one better. I didn't know what that was all about. That's a, is that tough? That's a tough one. Celine I mean, Dion? Uh, no. Celine Dion <laughs> doesn't handle. I just wanted to hear you say no. Doesn't handle there's a certain, candle there in are, the wind. There though. are. There's Rush. Oh. Brian Adams. Quiet. Um, isn't Alanis, <laughs> Alanis Morissette, isn't she Canadian? She is. Will loves her. He does. Do he, he tried to he tried to take over for the drummer of the Foo Fighters you know, he's after got, he left. He's got jagged little pill on vinyl. <laughs> the special edition colored vinyl. That's right. You know what it's Signed. colored? The color of anger. <laughs> the color of female speaking rage. Of, speaking of Fuller House. Go down on you. Oh, that's who that's about, right? You're she damn went right down it is. Yep. Uncle Dave is that Joey? It's Dave Coulier. Which one, America's Uncle? funniest people's Dave Coulier. <laughs> no, I thought I thought Bob Saget did America's. He did America's Funniest Videos. Oh, but Dave Coulier did. The short-lived America's <laughs> Funniest People. people. Yep. I think it had a Jackalope segment. That oh, he did. The Jackalope, God. yes, exactly. You're yep. right. I um, remember yeah. this. Yep, Dave Coulier. It was going to be his vehicle into uh, 
TV stardom, another avenue, I should say. Not, his vehicle was Full House. But. He had the ridiculous little funny voice, like the Meatwad voice yep. that he would do mm-hmm. on the show. And oh, the and Jack he Boy. busts that shit out in uh, two seconds flat in Fuller House, by the way. We barely got one scene in before he had that stupid beaver puppet out and was talking. When it, you guys remember the beaver puppet? Kids love the beaver puppet. Jesse just said she found Full House annoying. If you couldn't hear that as a child. Like the original. So she was not interested in the sequel, right? What's a sequel to a classic, in your mind, classic TV show that Netflix could do that you would be excited? A sequel? You know, Mm. like Fuller House. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, Like a a follow-up. You know, a lot of people would say something like Cheers or Seinfeld, but uh, I don't know. I, hmm. I mean, for sure, Firefly, right? Like that's that's, yeah. that's what I want. That's Everybody good. wants that. I mean, that's. I think that Netflix is going to do that when shows s- that. when stocks start to sl- show maybe a bit of slip. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're you watch, good. I, you watch Nathan me, Fillion will ride again. To me, it almost would make more sense for them to do a Firefly sequel if they were going to do it. They would have done it by now. You maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Think about it. That kind of that kind of show takes a while. Like HBO couldn't have done Game of Thrones until it had done The Sopranos, which was extremely successful. Right. But shot not that expensive to probably film. Right. Like you got to think about it. Like it's a lot of right. performances. It's, it's it's good minimal set. Yeah, yeah. There's not a whole lot. And, and by the time it was like season three, they were successful big time, so they could spend more mm-hmm. money. But eventually, it took them a while to be able to tackle something like Game of Thrones with all the special maybe that's effects. The, maybe that's why they're waiting on Star that's Wars. That's what I'm saying. It could be the same thing. Like, they're building up. You've got to have a lot of capital to pull off a special effects-laden mm-hmm. original show. Even, mm-hmm. like, Daredevil and Jessica Jones. A lot of those special effects are practicals. There's not, like, I mean, yeah. you know, fi- it's fight scenes that are choreographed and to right. look interesting. More so than, like, spending money on a computer program. Right. But um, soon, they'll have that kind of scratch, and that's yeah. when you're going to start. I seeing. mean, you know, that's the reason the, the uh, you know George Lucas was working on a Star Wars TV show called Star Wars Underworld mm-hmm. that was supposed to be sort of about the seedier side of Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. And that never got off the ground because they couldn't figure out a way to produce it in, at the level he wanted to produce it mm-hmm. without you know with a reasonable budget. Right. You know what I mean? I mean. It can't be that bad. Like Firefly did it. Like they. Yeah, but there's also look. I love Firefly, but you look at the quality of Firefly, and it's not Star Wars quality. No, not even. You know close. what I'm saying? Now the movie and, is is well done. I think and it's close. It's even that is. That's what I'm is, saying. Is it is the movie? Do we have to expect movie quality? I don't think so. In a TV so. show, I mean, that's fine. I think most. I people... think with Disney running it now. There's a more of a possibility for them to make that sort of a separate thing like they did with the the Marvel stuff on Netflix. With George Lucas running it, I have a feeling he wanted to settle for nothing less than a movie-quality Star Wars TV show. See, you know what I'm saying? Here's the question. Does Disney decide to market just a TV show? Or do they decide to just get in the game themselves with like the new Disney Channel? And, like, they have a flagship show that's going to be, like, this original Star Wars. Well, there were rumors, maybe around this time last year, that there was going to be a Star Wars app 
mm-hmm. almost like the WWE network where you pay a monthly fee, mm-hmm. which I do. A, by the way, right? Actually. There's a Star Wars. <laughs> so there would be a Star Wars app, and on that app, you get access to all the movies, all the episodes of the Clone Wars, all the episodes of Rebels, probably stuff like Ewoks and Droids that's not even considered canon anymore. You know, all kinds of different stuff, and it would also be a platform for a possibility. You know, original series, new animation, and stuff. I think that might be a possibility. A mm-hmm. Star Wars app, I could see being a possibility. Yeah. You know? Mm. Um, maybe not an immediate one. Sure. I just wouldn't be surprised to see Disney. I mean, they've got to have a lot of capital. I wouldn't be surprised to see them take a grab at uh, maybe some original properties other than Star Wars. You know, try yeah. to make a push. Use that as, like, the cornerstone of their mm-hmm. burgeoning, you know, potential streaming service. Streaming service. Yeah, come up with some more original programming, you know. That, I mean, that focus is focus on a TV division. That I mean, it's a good point. You know, there's a, there's this weird a series called what was it called? Star Wars. Fuck, what was it called? I can't remember. There was a, a series that they were in the process of making that Seth Green was in charge of. Mm-hmm. That was like sort of a, a comedy Star Wars animated show, um, and. It uh, it never ended up coming out when Disney bought it. They had like something stupid, like a hundred episodes completed. And when Disney bought Lucasfilm, they put that on the shelf because I guess they wanted to, you know, reinforce the main Star Wars brand instead of getting off into comedy parries and stuff. There's weird finished stuff like that floating around out there. I'm trying to remember what it. I remember seeing a trailer for it that came out at either a celebration or a Comic-Con, and it looked a little rough. It looked almost like Muppet Baby Star Wars. I wish I could remember what the fucking name of that is. You know, it's it sucks that we don't have internet-capable devices sitting in our fingertips. That doesn't make for a very fucking... <laughs> Not really. Uh, ...exciting podcast. Listen to me Google shit. <laughs> You guys could pick up some slack while I'm doing this, y'all. Ooh, burn. <laughs> Let me put some ointment on for that burn. Star Wars Detours. That's <laughs> that what didn't it was take called. very long. Right? right? I type fast. <laughs> you got them quick thumbs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's like they could put that on the app. You know what I'm saying? They got 100 episodes of that. 100 plus episodes of Clone Wars. They've got the episodes of Ewoks and Droids. Do you remember asking me telling you about Ewoks and Droids? And you were like... That reminds me, when I was a kid, some kid told me there was a Star Wars cartoon and I didn't believe him. Yep. And there mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Not great. I always do remember that. It's weird. I remember the kid on the bus like it was yesterday. That's how much I liked it when I was that young. This would have been like probably first grade, second grade, somewhere around there, somewhere yeah. where I was really young. I remember the first time I saw uh, an episode of Star Wars droids. I think it was. That's, that's the one they did with C3PO and R2D2. Um, obviously, uh, it was, it came on sci-fi channel, like real late at night when I was a kid. And that was the first I had ever heard of it. You know, those, I think those only lasted a season or two a piece that and Ewoks and Ewoks was basically like a Care Bears ripoff with Ewoks instead. Like they learned Yikes. about free friendship and love and shit. Have you ever, have you ever seen the Ewoks movies? Um, I saw this one of the one special on tv when i was a kid 
Mm-hmm. You know the one I'm talking about. I Either guess. Caravan of Courage or Battle of Endor. The little blonde girl with the head bandana. I can't remember. There was like Neewok stuck in a cage. And Wicket learns to speak English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should do commentaries for those. That would be day. fun. That would be that fun. Because I've got those Dude, on we DVD. should Mystery Science Theater 3000. Those I mean, that's things. basically yeah, I do, what yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. So that if you guys are down, I want to get you involved. And I talked to Jeff briefly because Jeff has not been on the podcast. He's been on the podcast twice. And then the last time we... Uh, tried to schedule him like i'm sitting here looking at my watch like i thought jeff was gonna be here uh, and then i text him he was like oh yeah i forgot i can't come today so i talked to him about it a little today uh, he's Once, a busy guy yeah he is being in student films and playing the drums <laughs> yeah he's staying busy You're doing his thing working for our buddy jj mm-hmm. um uh i talked to him i think we should do a uh the force awakens commentary sure when it comes out i think that could be fun who knows? It may be a bust. We may record it, and I'd be like, we're not releasing this. Could be funny, though. Yeah. I doubt we'll take it too seriously, at least with yeah. me around. And, and then I'm going to be sitting there and be like, don't you don't you make that fucking joke. <laughs> this is serious. But I'm going to make that joke. This is real life. I'm going to make that joke, Haas. Seems like after we talked about that OJ shit, the gas just left the room. <laughs> it's just, it just went downhill from there. Doesn't get much more intense than that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of Star Wars news and shit, but all I can think about is OJ oh, and that damn knife. That goddamn folding buck knife. He did it, y'all. OJ did that shit, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, well, I mean, there's been a little bit of stuff. They announced today there's going to be a Han Solo miniseries in comic book form. Um, yeah, we. <laughs> wow. Wow. You see that big spike on the recording? This Haas. No, man. For what it's worth, we have been going for like an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. I mean, we just had we had a 45 minute email from our buddy Nick. <laughs> um, email. So, yeah, they announced a Han Solo miniseries, comic book style. Comic book style. Um, the only thing that sucks is it's set in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back again. That seems to be the only thing they're doing with the po- the comic books. Like they need to move on to a new um, era. Era, I believe. Um, still no word on fucking Rogue One or a trailer or anything like that. It's starting to get a little frustrating to me. Like I know there maybe once the the Blu-ray comes out, you know, to me that sort of seems like the. The end of the Force Awakens promotion, right? You know what I'm saying? It's it's out at home. What else can we do? They'll promote that it's out for you to buy. I'm honestly kind of surprised they didn't include some sort of Rogue One trailer on the Blu-ray. Seems like the perfect place to do it. Mm-hmm. How many people would be like, "Yeah, I'm going to go buy the Blu-ray or the digital copy, see the trailer for the new one"? But yeah, I think we can about cut it there. OJ came in with his buck knife and killed the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing I'll say about that, you can't get exonerated for murder and then write a book about how you would have killed the person exactly. you got exonerated for. You know, you, you remember that, really right? Mm-hmm. If I did it, that you book he was going to put out, that's fucking trashy, That's not man. okay. Man. Well, anyway, on that bummer of a fucking note, <laughs> well, uh, we're going to call it a night. Let me uh, do a little promotion. How about you guys go and rate and review us on iTunes, all right? I'm a nice guy. You guys think it's it make up for the whole hashtag not funny thing. 
hurting my comedy feelings, go and fucking rate and review oh, us on iTunes. Oh, now you're mad at me for hurting your comedy feelings? I didn't feelings? say you. Hashtag I'm saying all these funny. people on Twitter hurting my feelings, making me cry at night under my Star Wars blanket. They're welcome to their Wars opinion. Wars. That's right. I feel like this is the Empire Strikes Back of your podcast so far. It's the <laughs> darkest one. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> It's I'm pretty, trying to think. Is there one darker? It's pretty. It's pretty dark. At yeah. least it may not be the darkest, but there's elements. Yeah, it's it. it started off with uh, getting beat up by Nick, like the Battle of Hoth, in an email. <laughs> he came at me, bro. That's right. <laughs> hey, Mister Boba Fett fan, I got my eye on you. Yeah, attack um, the clones, son. Uh, also, he's like, oh, you like Boba Fett? How about these nuts? <laughs> 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 Um, also go to Star Wars Podcast Awards and vote for us in best intro theme that'd be awesome that'd be awesome and uh, if you guys like our intro theme maybe you should go check out Stone Cobra yeah hopefully we're recording soon That that's fun yeah that's fun your new album yeah. Cripple Ghost <laughs> no it's not called Cripple Ghost do you guys have a, you got one brewing right an album title yeah. yeah sure you don't want to reveal it yet no, I can't reveal okay. it yet. Tell me off air. I will. You guys come up with good ones. We've got the next two planned out. But can you, you tell know us what? some that didn't make it? Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. Can I, I tell you one that you guys used to bandy about that I always thought was funny? There's one that... Go ahead. Hey, if this turns out to be one of the ones you're using, I'll cut this out. <laughs> All right, you ready? Big bong theory. It's not that one. Oh, that is a good one. That's yeah. a good one. That's <laughs> yeah, a good one. That is a good one. Oh, man. Big bong theory was a good one. But not but, that one. Yeah, check you guys out at stonecobra.com. Yeah. Buy this album before the new album comes out. That's right. Yeah, the so new one the, soon. The new one comes out, you can be like, oh, day one, that shit. And then that Blue Harvest support will show. That's right. We're uh, just going to do an EP, I think about four or five songs, and then hopefully go right back in, record another three or four, and then release them both on CD, digital, and then release them on vinyl hopefully that's vinyl together oh. after it's all said and done like put, put it, it all together on vinyl yeah i want to do a vinyl it's got to be a green vinyl that's what we were thinking green snakeskin vinyl. something like that yeah something got, cool gotta be you gotta be able to do that yeah but we'll see you know fucking oh man green snakeskin vinyl fucking hipsters will be plastering their walls <laughs> with that you guys will sell more copies than fucking load <laughs> oh my god we're saving that for the metallica podcast coming soon we need to do a bonus episode just you and me i'm telling you so what are your feelings on ride the light it's my favorite like it ride. doesn't no we we can we'll break it down we'll go we can go track by track we'll talk about kill them all we'll talk about ride the lightning done if a hey, puppets hold on let's all right let's put this uh whole hashtagging thing to a little more positive of an outcome and let us know hashtag yes or no whether you want to hear me and steve just do a whole episode talking about metallica that's right yeah because it doesn't what, matter if they want to hear it or not probably going to do it anyway, do it anyway but anyway. i just right. like to get a little audience feedback on that yeah um uh, what else do i need to plug i think that's about that magic city con oh yeah, yeah. june mm-hmm. what were the dates will 9th through the 11th 9th through the 11th fucking this guy memory like a steel yeah. trap nice job will you're welcome didn't even look at his phone. He no, just he's knew just like ninth through eleventh. I got it in there. I got it. Or I've read he's it gonna wake up June 9th and be like, "Today's June. 9th. Today's the day of the con. <laughs> Today's the day of the con." There's a strange wind in the air. It's con day. It's con day. <laughs> Today's the day of the con. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for coming and recording this week, buddy. Oh.
Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, you know, <laughs> so I was thinking about this whole crippled ghost thing, and I was thinking, like, of how to, like, keep the joke going and stuff. And I, yes, because yeah, that's what we need to do. I have, oh, we're gonna. Cripple Ghost needs to <laughs> It's our new mascot. Thing. That's what Listen, I love. Well, hey. Let's become the Cripple Ghost guys. If you hadn't been guys. such a negative Nancy about it, I just probably would have let it die. But no, you I'm so totally supportive. Adamant about Cripple it. Ghost for president. Oh, make a better president <laughs> than got, Trump. Yeah, no shit. We've got some <laughs> worse shit running for president. You crippled Ghost. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was thinking, you know, uh, uh, I was thinking about doing, um, like, if there really was a Crippled Ghost show. Like how the ghost hunters would come to try and figure out, to communicate with the ghost, and they couldn't figure it out, so they'd just be like, "Man, there's only one cure for getting away from a crippled ghost. We've got to move into a second, second story apartment. <laughs> they can't get up the that's stairs." That's awful. No, man, crippled ghosts can fly. There's no, you know, that's the that's funny the other thing. thing about I was it. Like, like, it's just there's really no such thing as a crippled ghost. <laughs> like it's it's an oxymoron. Almost. You know what's funny is the day after we recorded that episode, I looked up a. I, Google searched crippled ghost on Google and found one picture that vaguely looked like a ghost in a wheelchair <laughs> and a, sent it to Will. And I was like, hey, you see what I see? Yeah. And I literally, I walked into it. I was like, no, what? And he was like, crippled ghost. And I was like, God damn it. This is still going. Like, I mean, did Yoda have a, a cane as a force ghost? Yes. Yoda was then a Then he was ghost. a fucking crippled no, ghost. No. And I mean, he shouldn't have, though, he was right? Just chilling. He, he was didn't sitting. have the cane? I don't think so. I In think my mind, just he's just sitting there. The cane. He shouldn't Maybe have, have it. to go look. I can't remember. Go look, because I want to know if Yoda was a crippled hey, ghost. Or if Yoda was a crippled ghost, then it's to- it matches <laughs> the podcast, my friend. Yep. You can't fight it anymore. Dude, picture of Yoda. Oh, gee. I'll sell those shirts like hotcakes, y'all. Blueharvest.com. That's not even a site yet. <laughs> so you're about to go on Squarespace.com or Just to sell com. crippled ghost shirts. <laughs> ghost GoDaddy. <laughs> GoDaddy. Go, go is still a thing? Is GoDaddy? Is Danica no Patrick idea. showing her ass on GoDaddy.com still? Who's Danica Patrick? She's the racer. race car driver. Race car oh. driver. Whatever. For Blue Harvest. <laughs> Gives a shit. For Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast, I'm your host, Hals Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. I'm Steve Cobra. May the Force be with you, period. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us. We should play the Ghostbusters game. <laughs>